3: Welcome back to Sauce on the Side. That's me. I'm the sauce at Baby Hot Sauce. Also, Gandhi from the Elvis Duran Morning Show. I'm the co-host, but I spun off and now I have my own podcast. So, today, we're going to talk to somebody that I think everyone knows. Lance Bass.
4: I, holy crap. That's all I could say is holy crap. I can't believe you got Lance Bass on your podcast.
3: Were you a big um, boy band fan? I was not.
4: My sister was a Backstreet Boys fan. Okay. But, you know, she still went to all the NSYNC concerts. So, I think just... You know, when you're someone's younger brother and you have an older sister she would play so much boy band music that so I So you know just, all
3: of it? Yeah. Okay. All of it unfortunately. Okay. But maybe we'll talk to him about all of that because I'm sure he probably got sick of all of it too and now he's doing so much stuff on his own uh, that- and he's still always going to be linked to Lance Bass of NSYNC formerly of NSYNC like do we just stop when do we stop calling him that? But And he's done so much
4: in his career which is fascinating to me like to your point Yes, he is Lance Bass from NSYNC, but he's also Lance Bass, the astronaut, Lance Bass, the restaurateur, Lance Bass, the, uh, the, the podcaster, he Podcaster. He he's done so much for himself. And it's so cool to see how he's made that a business. I feel like
3: should I ask him stuff about Britney Spears? Um <laughs> You can (laughs) hit Clearly that made Andrew uncomfortable We're going for it But I feel like he's he's here Let's bring him in He's awesome Lance Bass Yay So welcome Lance Bass Which, hello Lance, how are you? Oh hello there, how are you? I got a bio for you As I know you know you guys send out the bios. Uh-huh. Your title is the longest title I think I've ever seen. Oh, Lance Bass. Read
5: it to me, yeah. Let's
3: musician, see. Okay. host, actor, producer, writer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and now daddy. Uh. Maybe daddy to others before he had children. Get it?
5: <laughs> well, that Eight. was a zaddy. <laughs> zaddy.
3: That is a long list of things. You're doing a lot.
5: Um, I did not write that, by the way, okay. so I don't do my own bios, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm a busy boy, I guess. <laughs>
3: if you were writing your own bio, what would it say? Uh,
5: entertainer dad. Done. Okay. It's, gonna, that just covers everything that's happening in my life I'll talk but, to my people once we get that thank you yeah, thank you're me.
3: welcome alright so you are doing a whole lot of things let's start with the big big one everyone's talking about right now Trolls yes. Band Together
5: oh it's just exciting that we can actually talk about it now because yeah. uh, I mean literally when we started this project it was back in April um, mm-hmm. and then the strike happened in June and <laughs> we're like yep. wait we can't even mention the movie or the song. Um, so, you know, it was disappointing for sure. But, you know, we were definitely, you know, supporting the SAG strike. Um, but now that we can talk about it, it's been amazing.
3: I, I mean, I know when we debuted the song, mm-hmm. the response we got was outrageous. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like a K-pop boy band right now. <laughs> it was crazy. Just people being so excited, like, holy shit. Well, back you know, it's, it it's cool. we
5: haven't recorded in 23 years. So, you know, the fans, def- I think Taylor Swift kind of ignited this kind of <laughs> craziness behind it and a lot of people didn't even think that we were going to be releasing a song. Oh, I didn't again, think so because we, you know, we couldn't talk about it, right? So I said, The VMAs were like, Hi, we're here for a reason, but we can't tell you. <laughs> uh, but then when we finally were able to release the song, uh, I was just so happy to be able to hear a song on the radio again.
3: What was that phone call like?
5: Uh, it was literally like, I, I, I just landed in Nashville because I was about, I was looking at a house moving to Nashville. And uh, I get right out of the airport and Justin calls. He's like, Hey, want to get the band back together for this uh, this Trolls movie? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, literally looking at a house to move. So I said, <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, I'll be there. So went back to LA and got right back in the studio.
3: How long did it take, start to finish?
5: Oh my God. To, for the song? Yeah. It went, like, literally less than a day. And I mean, done. Yeah. We were, I mean, we were in the studio all day just because we were, we revert to being 16 years old and being <laughs> stupid uh but yeah i mean it's like no day had passed uh so i mean we were exactly the same in the studio things go very quickly with us and uh yeah it was fun
3: so can i put to bed a rumor that okay. people were tossing around oh okay it's not bad okay A lot of people were saying, oh, this just happened coincidentally because now that this Britney stuff is going on and Justin's catching bad press, they're trying to divert. But you're saying this started in April. Yeah. So obviously that's not the truth.
5: Definitely not the truth. Yeah. uh, A movie like this uh, and a soundtrack like this is definitely planned. A long time Before it comes out You can't just
3: pivot Right into yeah, it like, yeah, ah!
5: yeah 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 uh, So yes, I, I'm gonna have to put That rumor to rest
3: Thanks for doing that uh-huh, here Because we've been debating Back and forth I'm like no way <laughs> It had to have happened Way long before you, But I'm very excited For you guys Did it feel good To be back together
5: It was great You know the The thing is We've all been so close You know The last 23 years Of not making music So Um, it wasn't weird to be like, Oh, I wonder if we're going to get along. It's, you know, we know we get along. We, we all love each other and talk to each other weekly. Um, so getting back in the studio, it was just, it was just so natural. It just felt Right.
3: I know you've been asked this a million times, so I'm gonna do it again, Mm -hmm. Um, a million and one. Is there a chance that we're gonna see you guys out doing something together in the Mm -hmm. future?
5: There's definitely a chance. Uh, You know, I would not have said that a year ago, (laughs) because for for the last few years, I'm kind of like, all right, guys, it's probably not gonna happen. All right, but now I I do see a future. Um, You know, we're we're finally discussing options and what this might look like. Uh, You know, all of us have such different lives right now, and we're so busy in our own, you know ventures um, and of course Justin you know he's he's a super busy soloist himself so uh, figuring out what that looks like and when we can do it is gonna you know take us a little while but um, yeah if I were a betting man I would hope to uh, I would say that we might be doing something in the future.
3: Are you somewhere. a betting man?
5: I am a betting man. Well, well. <laughs> I, I, I lived in Vegas.
3: I love that. Uh-huh. Oh, God, you've lived everywhere, huh? Oh, Nashville, yeah. Vegas, where else?
5: Uh, Germany, Russia, Orlando. Uh, I'm, I'm all over the place. Can we
3: talk about your time in Russia?
5: Yeah, sure. Because you
3: were there for a very specific reason. Yes. You were training to go into outer space. That's it. Yes. What happened?
5: Um it's uh <laughs> it's a very interesting story when Hollywood gets involved with a uh with space exploration it is just uh, a <laughs> it's a little different. That I sounds was,
3: terrifying to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
5: I went over to Russia uh really with CBS because I was going to be hosting one a game show for them where the winner goes to space. Oh my god. And that was right after Dennis Tito went the first, you know, space tourist uh, and they're like okay, well the host needs to have gone to space so it's even more exciting so they put me into training to be the youngest person to ever go to space uh but then halfway through the the deal fell through with russia and hollywood and then mtv took it over for a documentary and then mtv forgot to take insurance out on the production and without insurance you can't air it or have the production but then people don't they don't insure astronauts So
3: I wonder why. Yeah.
5: So a week before my launch, uh, I had already finished training and everything. And I was about to go to Baikonur where we launch. And a week before my launch, uh, my mission was scrapped.
3: Were you disappointed or were you kind of happy? No,
5: I was. My mom was happy. Yeah, I bet. Uh, But of course I was disappointed. I did so many mock missions. I felt like I, you know, I'd done it. Uh, But, you know, I wanted to go to the ISS. I wanted to, you know, stay there for 10 days and do my experiments that I've been working on for months. And, uh you know, my clothes are on the ISS right now. You know, it went up before me and really? so yeah, a friend of mine who's an astronaut found my jumpsuit. <laughs> he ripped my name tag off and floated <laughs> it in front of Earth. He's like, "Look what I found." I was like, mm. <laughs>
3: "What is training like to go out into outer space?" I'm asking this because yeah. that has been one of my dreams forever. Oh, yeah. But apparently I'm too short to uh, be able to do this?
5: No, no, not true. Not anymore? You can be too tall.
3: Huh. Yeah,
5: like I was too tall actually. It's all about your torso. Uh, And my torso was too long. um, So they made me wear this suit that kind of shrinks you.
3: So you go in like a hunchback?
5: Yeah, you're kind of a hunchback because in space you grow. So you come back taller.
3: So what's the training like? What do you do? Uh,
5: It is intense. I mean, one, you have to, it's all in Russian, which (laughs) is fun. Uh, You speak a little Russian now? uh, Yeah. Uh,
3: Sounded right to me. (laughs) So
5: uh, most of it is 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 training for emergencies like emergency training is like your number one but you have to know every makeup of the Soyuz, the rocket every nut and you know i mean all the oxygen because i was in charge of oxygen on the, the spacecraft oh my
3: god no big deal
5: yeah so you know you have to uh know how to calculate uh how much air you have in certain situations but again it's like oh if this emergency happens here what do you do okay at 10 minutes and 30 seconds if this emergency happens what do you do here so it's just constantly like okay just survival training
3: that sounds intense and very stressful and like something I would still have wild dreams about. Yeah, I have a little day.
5: PTSD from training. That's I for bet. Sure. Yeah. Do you still want to go? Of course. Now yeah. that
3: there's all this, you know, space tourism. Yeah,
5: and I've been asked to go with all these, you know, uh, different companies that are doing great. I'm so glad that we're privatizing space because it's going to, you know, it's going to leap us forward. Because if we rely on the government, it's not going <laughs> to happen. Very true. So much red tape. Um, but, you know, I, I've been asked to go many times, but I don't really care to go up and come back down I really want to go live on the you know International Space Station do my experiments and you know use my my cosmonaut degree
3: <laughs> what are the odds of that actually happening do you think I mean it
5: I mean it could happen you know it's getting easier every day obviously when uh, all these billionaires stop going and it, it becomes more affordable for uh, right. people to send me up uh, I think it'll be great but it'll be it would have to be a you know uh, a medical company or someone like that that actually chooses an astronaut to go and do their experiments for them so hopefully one day Pfizer if you're listening um, you can send me up to the ISS and I will uh, finish your uh, experiments.
3: Excellent. <laughs> now, do you feel the same way about deep sea tourism? The, you know, the submersibles that go way yeah, down there and do all that?
5: I, look, I, I don't have, I mean, I would love to do it just because I think it would be fun, but it's definitely not high on my bucket list. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think it'll get a little less dangerous uh, the more that we, you know, <laughs> we attempt to do it. But I think, yeah, to be able to see, you know, the remaining Titanic you know, uh in person, I think it's just it's a fun thing to say. Like, yeah, I saw that at the bottom it, of the ocean.
3: I would love to do deep sea mm. just because I'm convinced that there's stuff down there that none of us have ever seen before. Oh, well, we know that. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I I know there are aliens in outer space, but there are definitely aliens in that there's water that we've never there. seen. There's something happening. It's
5: insane how much of the ocean we have not touched. Yeah. Like it is bizarre and it's scary because we can't we can't get down to certain places. So like, what is there? What is that?
3: Because it can't be nothing. There cannot be nothing oh, no. down There's there. Definitely There's
5: definitely something down there. Definitely like something. Godzilla. I don't know yeah. what it is, but <laughs> something is brewing.
3: You know, I feel the exact same way. So, you know, the stuff they don't teach you in science class. Mm-hmm. They teach you just about the ocean and the parts that you get the light and all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and you learn all of these things about animals that don't need that light to survive. Mm-hmm. They don't need any type of oxygen. They survive on sulfur fumes and they move in this completely different way. And I just think, how can we think about anything else yeah. besides what the hell is down there? I know that's all I want to know. So I know, yeah. If it happens, and I would the love evolution.
5: To do it. I mean, it all came from the ocean, you Everything. know. So it's like our our ancestors are deep down in there. <laughs> it's I, like what did it? What was it?
3: Is there a lost city of Atlantis? Like, there's something down uh, there. would be is.
5: amazing? I would uh, love to find it. One day it. we might discover a time capsule down there. That like, oh yeah, from two billion years ago then you know an asteroid came and destroyed the earth but it was like this advanced civilization where we had flying cars and everything two billion years ago but then an asteroid destroys the earth and then we have to just start over again
3: see these are the conversations I like to have because it's like a smoke one eat a mushroom whatever it Uh is expand your mind and think about all of these different things Uh, we were talking to Mm -hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson not Mm -hmm. too long ago and he talked about the fact that you know we talk about time travel in space you know in light years Mm -hmm. and how far away that actually is and how could we ever get there you can't with the life span of a right. human being. Mm-hmm. But if there were a generational ship that um, people just kept having babies yeah. and it kept going on, then maybe one day we would actually be able to discover all of these things light years away. And then he blew my mind with what if Earth is that generational ship? And we are traveling through space and time and we are the ones that are trying to find all of these other things out there. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can think about now too.
5: And it's true. Yeah. He's, he's dead on. We are that civilization that is is going to figure it out. Um, I just, I feel like... We're are still a little too conservative and and our you know and trying to reach what we need to reach yep. uh, but yeah i mean i i think it's very important who knows how long i mean obviously earth is finite uh we won't be here forever as humans so we do need to start thinking about like how are we going to get somewhere else and building those it, the huge international space stations of of you know civilization where yes everyone's having babies and it's just it's a floating earth you know we're all we are floating as no, Earth, no, but like another you, you know uh you know where you can actually like choose your own course through right space um it's star trek and i think it's incredible but that's obviously where we're gonna have to go um and that's why i think we're making those baby steps now
3: i just find it also fascinating and i love that you were part of this and that you know what the training is like mm-hmm. and in an emergency situation lance bass is going to be able to fix our oxygen and give us all you. the oxygen i got need. you covered <laughs> that's wild <laughs> so of all the guys in in it seems like you are the one well former I would I would I say formerly of NSYNC? not now? anymore now because yeah you're Yay, back right okay no
5: no more former NSYNC member <laughs> I just want to make sure
3: we get it right so of all of the guys you seem to have done the most like the most mm-hmm. diverse stuff with your life since then what's the transition been like going from boy bander mm-hmm. massively famous to now venturing out not now but you know at one point venturing out on your own
5: uh, you know it's scary you know because you're known f- so much for being one thing and even today I'm 44 years old and people. You know, if I go into you know a casting or something, like ah, you know, we like you, but like we still see you as that 18-year-old sync guy. You know, it's, it's hard to get past what people know you for.
3: Does it bug you? That uh, no, it okay. doesn't.
5: It used to, especially like 20 years ago when I was trying to figure out like, okay, where do I parlay into it? Because I didn't like the music industry anymore. Right. Um, I love television and film and I love writing and producing, but I also love acting and being in front of the camera. But it was hard to see like where I belonged in the business. So it took me a while to figure out uh, what made me happy, uh, what everyone else was happy with. Uh, but I have so many interests that I I'm kind of all over the place if it's space if it's you know TV you know whatever owning restaurants and clubs um, I'm kind of all over the place um, I'm very I am Mr. ADD <laughs>
3: that seems to work out well for you though. yeah yeah so at what... this point when you think about what it is that makes you happy mm-hmm. what is that
5: well, right now my kids I how mean, old are they they're two okay they just turned two in October and it really has been the best thing ever. Um, you know, I have loved my life, but I was so selfish. You know, it was all about me yeah. forever. Uh, but now it's not about me anymore, and I love that.
0: America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
3: Social media is insane. Yeah. It has changed as, you know, the face of everything. When you look back, are you happy or sad that it wasn't around the way it is now when you guys were just on top of the
5: world? I am 50-50 with social media. The reason that I'm glad we didn't have it is because... We were just dumb teenagers, and we would have been canceled in two seconds. I mean, we would have, Joey would have said something that would have just... <laughs> Joey's you know, the one. He has no filter. Okay. Um, so that, you know, and and of course, the camera phone where, you know, if you're at a bar, you know, and you're having a good time, again, at like 19, 20 years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, people are taking pictures and videos of you. Again, that could have gotten you canceled. But on the other hand, it would have been nice to be able to get to your fans immediately. It was so tiring for us because you'd have to go to every single market just for people to know you had a song and to get on the radio. Right Now you just kind of go, oh, I have a song out today. Boop. It would have given us a little more sleep if we had social media.
3: Definitely. But I also think that social media and that exact aspect of it that you're talking about has made things so much more disposable. Yeah. Because it's just true. it's there and then it's gone and it's on yeah. to the next one. Attention on to the span next is one. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Just constantly. You know, mm. somebody has this giant moment and then all of a sudden that moment is just trumped yeah. by somebody else's, you know, puking at a football game or whatever yeah. it is. Like And
5: it's just and everyone is so segmented now. So it's uh, you know, everyone there's so many <laughs> platforms. So if you're a fan of this You know, indie band over here, this group over here won't even know they exist, right? Because it's all just on the platforms you look at. Um, And and the artists really just tailor it to those fans, which in a way is a good thing. But there's no, uh, you know, back in our day. you were told what to kind of like I mean TRL like these are the 10 songs you have to like this week because
3: everyone else likes them from like porn
5: to Destiny's Child like okay I guess I like hard rock and I like uh, Destiny's Child and pop yes perfect but you know you were kind of like forced like this is all you get
3: it's fascinating the way that it works and you see you know like somebody blows up on TikTok and all of a sudden the record labels here trying to push it and I'm Uh, like really yeah this is interesting and I get it because there are so many bajillions of people that are watching Mm. it and consuming it but I don't know which way was better but I'm Mm. glad that you guys didn't have to deal with all of the cameras well you did have the cameras in your face yeah, constantly well, yeah but not the <laughs> oh my god I just made a mistake at a bar and now it's right. everywhere yeah
5: and that's why I think this young generation doesn't even they, they don't go out that much you know to bars I mean that's what I'm seeing <laughs> uh and I think it's because they're just like I don't I don't even want to tempt anyone to take a picture of me or a video of me just having fun or doing something stupid we you know growing up you're supposed to do stupid stuff you know and you're not supposed to be canceled for it <laughs>
3: any stupid stuff that you now can talk about that you did when you were younger that you're like oh hell yeah i'm so glad that wasn't there
5: i mean nothing crazy i mean we didn't have time to get too much trouble but you know <laughs> we we loved going to a club we loved getting on the dance floor and i loved my jack daniels <laughs> so <laughs> back in the day i mean because i'm from mississippi so you know you start early uh <laughs> so you know my drink of choice was jack but it was weird because it made me very emotional, and this is why I'm so glad Wait there was minute. no social media. Okay. I know. So you were either gonna, I was either gonna like cry, kiss you, or punch you. There was like all no. All three cancelable. Yeah, all three <laughs> cancelable. Um, so I stopped that, you know, uh, very quickly. I'm like, okay, that this is not, this is not good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there were many nights where you would, you would either see me like just very sad or Picking a fight with someone.
3: That is what sorority girls are still like today. (laughs) You were a trailblazer. (laughs) All right. Well, you also have your own podcast, Mm -hmm. speaking of things in the 90s, that is really about throwbacks. Mm -hmm. How's that going?
5: Uh, It's been so fun. Uh, You know, we've been doing it for, wow, almost a year now. Uh, And you know iheart came to me and said hey I, we really want to do because i've been doing radio and podcasts for 20 years now uh and I'm like we really want you to bring back a podcast uh you know dealing with uh, boy band members and, and really catching up with all those like individually all these members and i'm like well that's interesting because i love a good just deep in-depth interview um so and i was like and i've Always wanted to use the title "Frosted Tips" because I think that's just <laughs> just just a genius title. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so we did that and started just interviewing all these individual members of all of these iconic groups, um, and it's been so fun. Hearing their stories, hearing the similarities between everyone—I mean, everyone has s- such similar stories. Uh, number one, everyone's been screwed by their manager, no. <laughs> and I bet. not in the fun way. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, so. I mean, it's it all. We all kind of grow together, and we've now created this family.
3: So, of all those boy bands, mm-hmm. who were the craziest?
5: Um, I mean, there's some crazy ones out there. I mean, we were we were pretty insane because we had Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> uh, you know, he was the crazy one. Um, but I'll, let's see, but the ones that really partied that I remember was that group five, five. from England. Yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah. Slam dunk the funk uh, or baby when the lights go, go out, out.
3: I remember that, yeah.
5: Uh, so, yeah, but they're, you know, they're British. So, you know, they, they, they knew how to drink. They were way better drinkers than we were.
3: I love that. <laughs> so you're having a good time with the podcast. Yeah. And being a dad mm. and just life in general, things yeah. are good.
5: Life is good. Life is really good. And, you know, the little bonus of uh all this instinct stuff happening this year which i had no idea was going to happen i had no idea 2023 was going to be this special but it has been incredible
3: so again it was not a conspiracy to divert from <laughs> no. all the things happening with britney spears and justin timberlake definitely not. it was planned ahead of time uh-huh. has that that whole thing been wild for you to watch do you have so much you want to say
5: i mean yeah i mean i have a lot to say of course but you know i've learned not to say anything <laughs> uh because you can't you can't explain to people what really is happening you know it's like look yes i'm on the inside like britney's my cousin like we we talk Mm -hmm. you know we're friends um so um so i know i know what's going on and uh and i think that the public um has a lot of it wrong a lot of it wrong but no one can explain that and and no one's going to listen to it either so uh yeah we're gonna believe what they want to believe but you know uh I I I love her and uh, I support everything that you know she does because you know she's been through a lot. Absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, she will she will always be my girl.
3: We talk about what a double edged sword that parasocial relationship is mm-hmm. all the time. Where if you're doing your job the right way, people feel like they know you mm-hmm. and that they have a say in your life and yes. everything that they do yeah. uh, that you do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people think they know you and they yeah. have a say in everything you and that's do. It's true.
5: And I mean, my whole career. I mean, anything I read about myself. It's never 100% true. Right. You know, sometimes they're like, well, I got 80% of that. And then sometimes (laughs) like none of that is true at all. But if it's written, it's believed. And that's, you know, and especially headlines. I mean, you read any headline and it is completely not what is actually in the story, uh, which I think should be illegal. Uh, Absolutely.
3: We have to figure this out. I mean,
5: it's, it's great. So, I mean, can people get, you know, this kind of mob mentality of like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. The Rock hates this person? Well, no, he didn't say that. Well, he now actually, I hate The it Rock. Was, it was a quote in a movie <laughs> right? that he said. <laughs> like, oh, but now, now The Rock is canceled. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, what, what do they always say? It's like, uh, believe half of what you see and none of what you read or something like that. That sounds about right to me. Yeah, it's uh, and and it is true. Do
3: you have something next on the horizon?
5: Uh, A lot. Well, now, I mean, COVID and the strike definitely uh, delayed so many of my projects, but they're now Mm -hmm. finally back on track. So, we have lots of great film uh, and television coming out next year, which I'm super excited about. Uh, One, which is really great. Uh, this is my favorite that we're about to start filming next year, uh, called Sketch, and it's. Uh, I'm a horror freak. Like that's my genre. Love horror film.
3: He said horror. horror by the way, horror. Yeah. horror. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, my southern accent comes out a little bit. Uh, but it's uh, It's the first time there's ever going to be. Uh, it's kind of. Like, it has that Roger Rabbit feel where it's half animation and half you know real. Uh, but it is a horror film and the lead, uh, the serial killer lead character is a cartoon. So it'll be the first time you see cartoons just slashing people up.
3: <laughs> this is thrilling. And my co-host Danielle is going to be all about this because yeah. I think those are her two favorite things just put together. Yes. So that will be wonderful. Uh, can't wait to see that. Yeah. Are you going to come back and talk to us about it when it's ready you to better go? better
5: believe it. Yes. Okay, perfect. And my Hulu show, which you're going to love too. What's
3: well, the Hulu show?
5: Uh, well, I can't say the name of it yet, but no. it's uh, about the life of Lou Roman. Uh, So anyone that watched my documentary um, Uh Will know who Lou Pearlman is And because of that doc Hulu wanted to do a a series on it And uh, it is incredible And the person playing Lou Pearlman Is just genius Absolute genius So I see Emmys and Golden Globes coming for him like no other
3: Okay so on that note And then I promise I will let you go when you see boy banders coming up now or you see, you know, like the K-pop groups, do you mm. look at them and just think, I have so much I want to tell you, the so much wisdom to impart? All do you ever time. reach out to them? Like, hey, just a heads up.
5: Yeah, uh, I, I don't reach out. But when I do run into the and this started back when O-Town came around, because when O-Town you know, started, we had just gone through our crazy lawsuit with Luke Roman and all I wanted to do was just like get to them because again there was before texting (laughs) so you couldn't really text me send them
3: a letter do you actually like get in person
5: (laughs) Um, so you know I I did sit them down and tell them like all the warnings you know that I saw Um, I have not been able to talk to any of the you know K-pop groups or anything like that I hope that they're they have good deals I doubt it but i don't think so yeah, yeah but i'm hoping they got more protected than we did uh but i feel like a big brother to all those groups out there and uh and i am because of that and to kind of rectify what lou Proman did to us and, uh, and backstreet and other people um i'm i'm producing a show next year um where we're developing the next great american boy band because oh, wow. uh one, I want to give the gift of like a great deal and they, you know and like they they own their own you know their music and they control their own you know destiny. Uh, so we're doing this show with some iconic boy band members of uh, trying to create the next great American boy band because let's face it America doesn't have a boy band right now that is you know doing the BTS thing it was always England versus America right Right. everyone would take the crown take that has it Backstreet has it but now K-pop has the crown and they've had it for a long time so we have to get that crown back so I'm going to develop this band so we can kick some butt
3: next year sounds like it's going to be a good time it's going to be great and hopefully we'll see a lot of you because you're going to come back and talk about all these things you
5: better believe it every time i'm back in new york
3: excellent thank you and i really appreciate you taking some time to mm-hmm. hang out with me today i just think you're fascinating and wonderful Aww. and i hope that you kick all the ass So Lance was pretty awesome. Space, Space. Lance Bass in space. He seems like one of those people that you could truly smoke a joint with or like pop a couple mushrooms and just have a really interesting conversation. He doesn't take himself really seriously and he seems open to just like, yeah, let's talk about stuff.
4: I did not know he had such a thick Mississippi accent. Like I when you're saying
3: horror films, yeah, I I was like
4: horror films.
3: (laughs) What? That's Pornhub, sir.
4: I never knew he had such like a thick accent until now. Yeah, fascinating.
3: He wasn't ever super talkative, I guess. Back then, I don't remember.
4: Yeah, I guess you have your JCs and your JTs, yeah, not your LBs.
3: And according to him, Chris was the crazy one. I know. Joey was the one that would have gotten them canceled. I appreciate all of that information. Same. Who do you think on our show would get canceled first?
4: Hmm, I'm gonna go with scary.
3: I'm going to go with Scotty.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. Scotty was a choice.
3: Yeah. Definitely yeah. Scotty. For sure. Scotty first. Anywho, <laughs> back to what we were talking about. So we decided we were going to start a little segment called Burn Book. Um. All right. So <laughs> should <laughs> we talk about- Do you see Scotty behind you? Oh, my God. What is he doing? Are we recording? Yeah. You want to come in here? Oh, he's yelling through a soundproof room. What a dope. Scotty B, everybody. Um, all right. Maybe he could join us for the Burn Book. Yes. Why not? Come on I in, Scotty. We are. Uh, you want to be part of the podcast? This one? Yeah, well, uh, no, not that one. That mic never works. Why don't you sit right there at the tip? Hold on. Let me go around the board and turn this on.
4: So, Scotty, Gandhi on her podcast has a segment called The Burn Book. Yes,
7: I heard all
4: about it. No, You're not on mic yet because the mic's not on. Yeah. Learn about radio or podcasting.
7: Yes, we I heard all one. about it. Anyway, I listened to the podcast. I enjoyed it.
4: Great.
3: So,
7: hey, thanks, <laughs> Yeah,
4: we're gonna do the burn book now. Okay. Um,
3: God. wait. Do you have anything that's currently pissing you off? Because these are always great. You never know what's going on with Scotty.
7: The only thing I have that's pissing me off right now is all you guys that I work with. Why? That you're just trying to deter me from doing anything in my world. Yes.
3: Like, let's talk about that. So we're in your burn book. We're we're in my burn book. I'll let Scotty be a guest editor today. Okay. Why are we pissing you off, Scott?
7: Because every time. I like a girl, oh, God. you guys are like, nope, not good enough for you. Nope, we don't like her. Nope, don't text her. Nope, stop being so desperate. Nope. I'm like, why can't I Is just... Is that
3: how you hear our voices in your head?
7: That's how I hear it.
3: Andrew, do you think any of us sound like that when we're talking to him?
4: No. I, I, do you think maybe you're... I can't even use the
3: term because I know
4: you hate the terms. But do you think maybe you're love bombing a little bit?
7: Is that some therapy bullshit? I don't want to hear these words. <laughs> it's
3: not bullshit. That's a real thing.
7: Okay. Why? Because someone got paid to say it. I, please. Here we go.
3: I reject therapy. I reject help. I, I do don't not reject it. Science. I talked
7: to a dude. You saw he canceled on me today. But Your therapist
3: <laughs> canceled on you? Yeah. yeah he's, he's got jury duty. Scott's walking on thin ice.
7: <laughs> no. But I just, uh, please, they make up these words and people like like, yeah, yeah gaslighting. It's, please. That never was That's a thing. That's real.
3: Gaslighting is a real. It thing. It was never
7: a thing until therapy.
3: I think. I, I think people use the term gaslighting when they shouldn't be using it. Yeah. But I think it also is a really real thing. I know. I mean, if you are arguing with someone, like say you and I are arguing, and I call you a fucker, and you're like, "Oh my god, it really hurt. You just called me a fucker," and I'm sitting there saying, "No, I didn't. That never happened." That is absolutely gaslighting. Can you just say somebody.
7: you're a liar? Why do you got to use a dumb word?
3: You can say you're a liar. Scott. I like yes. that better. But it's the same. Oh my god, he hates synonyms. Hates
4: burn book synonyms. Uh, therapy speak. Us trying
3: to help him. All of us. (laughs)
7: No, Uh, you guys are not trying to help me. You're just trying to get in my head and deter me from things that you don't want me to do.
4: So what you're saying is they're trying to sabotage you. Yes.
7: Remember when I wanted to get that girl flowers and you were like, no, don't get her flowers. She'll think you're coming on too strong and she'll run away. I didn't get her flowers. She ran away anyway.
3: For a completely different reason. Okay. And what was the reason?
7: I don't want to talk about this.
3: uh, Uh, This is what he does. I know. Am I gaslighting? You're such a dick tease. What? An audio dick tease. No, I just... Because you guys really fucked up my life and I want to talk about how much I hate you for fucking up my life, but I won't talk about it.
4: Look. (laughs) You're the girl with the cast.
3: Oh yeah, tell them about the girl in the cast. Don't don't talk about it, no no no, I'm fine. One of Andrew's biggest pet peeves that I'm sure he would like to put in the burn book is that he hates when people post from a hospital and have like a a hospital bracelet or a cast and they're like, send me thoughts and prayers. I'm not ready to talk about this yet. Well then why the fuck are you posting it? Like when I sent
7: you the picture of me in the hospital bed that time?
4: Yeah, (laughs) he had a tummy ache.
7: No. Of course he did. It no, was a tummy they, ache. Um, they wouldn't give me an IV if it was just a tummy ache.
4: Yeah, no, no, no. They, they would. give you
3: IVs immediately for like everything. You must be dehydrated. Stick them.
4: Yeah. Not Scott, though.
7: No, I was. And
4: my favorite was the caption underneath it. But you feel sorry now. You do. I was having a
7: heart attack.
3: <laughs> you were not Wait, that a was a group th- picture you sent to all of us, wasn't it? Or three know, of it. us? I, don't I was know, like, It was like you, me, and Josh because he said that we physically assaulted He's him or some shit. Been you to do. the
4: hospital so many times I've lost count. So it's whatever.
3: This is getting so far off track. I love it. Can we talk about all of the reasons that you think people have done horrible things to you? Like you think I destroyed your optic nerve?
7: Yes. You guys mess with me constantly. Right. But okay. Can we,
3: what did I do to fuck up your whole optic nerve?
7: I don't, you, well, first of all, you guys scare me. And when you scare me, I jerk. And <laughs> when I jerk, sometimes you th- I get my neck thrown out, my back hurts. You guys do things <laughs> that physically harm me when you scare me.
3: Mm-hmm. So dainty. You are I'm the not. one that throws projectiles at people. So if anyone, because really, I flail. Right. I've gotten a pen launched at me. You broke an entire Mac computer. Not yeah, yeah, on purpose. That? Oh, absolutely. The grab and pull. He threw a sandwich that nearly hit Elvis's head the other day.
7: By the way, can yeah. I just can I interject real quick? Yeah. Because I was I just was sitting on the toilet and I was going through Instagram <laughs> uh-huh. and I noticed that you liked something. I wonder if that's why it popped up on, on my thing because I don't follow it. Is it the the compilation of the guy scaring the shit out of his wife for like 10 years. First of all, the part I like about it the best is she pees in her pants all the time. I think that's very funny. And
3: her face too. You can
7: destroy someone's day. But um, you guys have all of this on me. Why don't you put a compilation together? Like you'll get a million views on it. Oh my also, God.
4: I love that we're in his burn book because of all the harm we do to him. And then in the same breath, he's like, I hope you don't make a video about it. Why no, I said you should. It?
7: No, it bothers. Oh, that would suck right. it, it bothers the hell out of me, but you know what? You have it, you might as well use it. It
3: bothers the hell out of me. Don't post it, please. You stupid fucks. That's my stupid favorite. Stupid idiots. Don't post it. <laughs> oh, well, while we have you in this mode, Andrew, will you do your impression of Scotty whenever Elvis is around? No. Oh, wait, wait. I have to give this a little background. We've talked about it before on the 15 minute morning show, yeah. but Scotty has the ability to deep throat a banana with zero gag reflex. We're not sure where it came from. I don't or know Or how where came he from even either. discovered it.
7: I don't either. But you I know honestly, you can do it. Yeah.
3: And he's tried to teach us all how to do it, which is a totally different story. And he waits For Elvis to look at him. I don't do that anymore. And then deep throats the shit out of the banana. And Andrew's impression of him doing it is... Hey, Elvis. Oh, look over here. Is this a nice long butt?
7: Okay.
4: (laughs) That
7: would be hilarious. Although I don't choke. So that is not me.
3: (laughs) Toby, don't post it. (laughs) Don't tag me. (laughs) This is getting so fun. I'm glad the serial killers are in here trying to serial kill each other. Mm -hmm. This is great. Oh, by the time this is launched, we could say...
4: we're award-nominated podcast hosts. <gasps> yes. So. When do you find out if you win? March 11th. Yeah. So Andrew and I are
7: going to go to Austin. And because uh, that's where the award show is. This
4: yeah. is so exciting, guys! And yeah. it's live streamed, and so you'll be able to watch us on the live stream.
7: I really think that it should just be a big party, and a lot of people should come. We should make it a weekend in Austin. It would be a lot of fun. He I says will
4: this, absolutely go and support you guys. He says this, and then he'd be like, "Okay, Scotty, I plan this party," and he'd be like, <laughs> "No, no, no, we shouldn't."
7: What? No, I would no, never say it. No, make it
4: a free party. We shouldn't. We shouldn't charge people. No, no, no,
7: no, no. Oh, what are you going oh. to? Wait a minute. You're going to try to make it a serial killers meetup? Because <laughs> that—that's not what this <laughs> is about. No, I you're going to charge people to come see us? It's just be a meetup, a hangout. Come hang out at the bar. Let's drink. I didn't even think of that. I think that's, that's a lot of fun.
3: This mm-hmm. is turning into so much more than I ever hoped. And I would like to maybe just do an episode with the two of you. I told you what I want to do, yes. right? Interview everybody. I want to... No, not everybody. I want to oh. do podcast episodes with the people on the show who don't have a specified segment. Okay. Because I think that the listeners don't know them as well. Right. But those are some of my favorite people. I mean, it's Andrew, Diamond, you, Josh, hmm. Deanna. I would like to sit down and do an episode of a podcast with you. Would you do that?
7: Absolutely, I would. Yes. Because you drag the crazy out of me.
3: I do not. I'm not normally this nuts.
7: I just like, you know, you people around here suck it out. All of you.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
7: All all of you. Like, I, I'm a pretty down to earth regular dude. Oh, that I'm not Talk that, about gaslighting. I'm not that much of a lunatic, you know, but you guys, it's like.
4: No, because lunatics don't take pictures from their hospital beds and say, hope you for, don't regret this. Well, you because
3: destroyed my, my I... optic nerve by flicking the back of my neck. <laughs> That's
7: right. Every You hit me hard in the back <laughs> of the neck sometimes. I hurts. Look at my
3: hands. They're so small. But how I hard could you I felt the be? vibrations
7: go into my eyes.
3: You're such a like side... Every time we eat breakfast, this man talks about how he's going to shit himself immediately. Every <laughs> <laughs> breakfast. It doesn't matter what it is. As soon as he takes a bite, he's like, oh, That's,
7: no. that. Oh. I'm being gaslit now because I've never said that. I've never said, oh, I'm going to shit after I eat these eggs. I've never said that. Andrew? My time is no, 5 a.m. That is false. Any and
4: every food. All right. you are the a sandwich is lighter. gaggy. The bread is yes, too much. Yes, it's the gross, but it doesn't mean like I want
7: to shit immediately. Right
4: cut of turkey.
7: What are you talking about?
3: You. And, we're talking about you. That
7: is not true at all. And you don't, listen. Eat anything. Hey, ready shit. for a defamation suit because do <laughs> not paint me in that light. That is not true. First of all, are these cameras on or no? No. no. All right, good. Um, that's not oh, true
4: good
3: because <laughs> oh, cause this banana, like it, don't make it. me laugh i'm congested i'll choke yeah go ahead wait are you ready for a defamation suit go on britney
7: no i just <laughs> I,
4: I, wait so question yeah is our, so scotty is putting all of us in his burn book is our burn book or your burn book putting yeah. scotty in yours why
7: what have i done to you
3: no honestly scotty really doesn't piss me off he makes me laugh i don't want to burn him i just i enjoy his company i have a really good time with him i feel like i'm pretty close to him off the air and I don't want to burn him stop it so close you're gonna start this shit again Scotty (laughs) I didn't start it who started it where did this come well this maybe this is something we should get to on the episode with Scotty yes there are rumors
4: yeah the rumors the The
3: nastiness nastiness of it all disgusting Mm. um so we're in your burn book Sometimes because we're trying to destroy your personal life.
7: Yes, there is that way off track. I love I love nothing more than coming to work every day and seeing all you people and hanging out with you and uh, interacting with you because I love all of you. I truly do. But sometimes you're assholes and you just try to ruin everything for me.
3: I don't want to ruin anything for you. I want you to be really happy and enjoy the shit out of your life. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're hitting your renaissance era right now. And now is the time for you just to date around and go outside and play and have a really good time.
7: You should all encourage me and not be like, hmm, I don't know about you're that one. You're trying to wife
3: up every person you no, meet. No, I'm not. Immediately. That is not true. Yes, you are. It is not. I'm editing the shit out of this. No, podcast. you're not. Yes, I will. I think
7: I'm editing it anyway, right?
3: No, oh. I edit my own. Tell him I edit my own. She edits her own. Okay. Thank you, moron. <laughs> but I don't want you to. I don't want you to go down a path where you just find because you haven't been dating for how long? A
4: Couple
7: months.
3: No, I mean like in oh, your life. This 20 is plus years. Twenty plus years. Yeah. Things are different. Very. You're different. Yes. You don't want to just settle. No. For the apparently, person. I'm
7: not different. I'm the same.
3: You're not the same. Okay. If you are the same person now that you were 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You need to sit down and do some reevaluation. Okay. I hope you've grown and matured.
7: In? I have not matured. Why? Why? First of all, why does anybody need to mature? Once you're 18, you're done maturing.
4: That's the dumbest statement I've ever heard. What
7: do I need to mature? Oh why can't I be just a, 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 an immature dope like I was when I was 22? Who cares?
4: So you're saying you want no personal growth at all in your life ever whatsoever? So like having a kid didn't make you mature at all.
7: A little bit, but I still love a dick joke just like the next guy. Okay, so like, dick jokes
3: that's are not very immature, different. though. Yeah, like I, look, I'm not, I'm not
7: like you know, I'm not like blowing up tomato sauce with M80s anymore. Like I used to when I was a teenager. Yeah, right So I've So I've
4: <laughs> So metal. So <laughs> So hardcore, man. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, I don't blow up M80s, you know, <laughs> tomato cans. <laughs> Let me just have on my skateboard. See you later. So I've matured
7: in that aspect. But I mean, as far as like having fun and thinking things are dopey and stupid, like, why can't I? Why can't I like laugh at dumb shit? I, I,
3: I don't think anyone cares if you laugh at d- dumb so then shit. At what point I think we all laugh at like dumb a,
7: shit. In what way am I supposed to mature? Yeah, I'm a dad and I take care of my girls. Okay. You know, but... Wh-
3: so I would say a sign of maturity is like... You won't let somebody treat you badly just because you're dating them and you don't think that there's someone else out there that would treat you better. I've never A let anyone sign of treat me matur- better. Mm. Well, Are we, really? You know, okay. this can of worms? Study. No. Okay.
7: I'll blow it up with an M80 if you open it. <laughs> hey,
4: radical.
3: Full circle, full circle. Um, I think that's maturing. I think not putting up with shit that you used to put up with when you were younger and you didn't know better is maturing.
7: Yeah. Okay. So I have matured in some ways, but in like, in dopey guy ways, I'm still a dopey guy. Great. Why can't I be?
3: Nobody's saying you can't be. Okay. You're, you're the one interpreting this so weirdly. Is this what your podcast is like with him?
4: Literally, I want to like bang my head up against the wall because he makes these declarative statements like, I hate maturing. <laughs> Maturing's lame. <laughs> and you're like, but dude, you have a whole kid. You have a mortgage. You have all this stuff going on. Like you have matured. Okay. No, 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 that's different. I like that's a right. a dick joke. Yes. Okay. What? Yeah, but How what? are the two th- Like you are a mature adult. You have done a lot to mature. The things you've gone through in your life have made you the person you are today. Yes, Acknowledge that. That's yes. called maturing. That's called growth. There are negative parts to growing. Maybe there are some aspects that are holding you back, but you recognize that by maturing and growing out of it.
7: Okay. I suppose I've matured, but I don't have to change things. I Nobody don't have to- not
3: telling you you have to change no, anything. No. We're just saying you're not the same person at whatever age you are now, like 62, 63.
7: Shut <laughs> up, first of all. And I'm not going to be the same person tomorrow. Everybody's- you know, Right. Every...
3: But that's all we were saying. That's yeah. all I was saying. Anyway. Back to the burn book. Back to the burn book. So, if I see you doing something that I'm like, ooh, I, I'm trying to help you, Scott. This person might not be in your best interest how because do you know? of- How do you know? Because of what you've told me. I'm only going based on what you tell me.
7: Okay. I, I, listen, I take everything in,
3: mm-hmm.
7: but I'm not necessarily going to follow everyone's advice. You don't advice, have to. Don't listen
3: know? to any of us. Do what you want to do.
7: But the problem is, and you guys are always in my head, and that's that's something that I need to figure out how to get rid
4: of. Maybe, that's called, and hear me out on this one, hmm. Uh, maturing and realizing you don't have to listen to what other people think.
7: That that has nothing to do with maturing. Okay. Yeah, of course it does. Why?
4: See, you're, no, you're not going to win. This is like an unwinnable situation with him.
3: I don't want to win. I don't feel like we are adversaries. I think we're all on the same team.
7: Listen, everybody has everybody has their thing. And when I'm nervous and whatnot, I just think of you guys being, like I said, I always think of you going, ha, 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 and just laughing at me. And Andrew's yelling at me or doing something. And Elvis is like, really? And like everyone's in my head just like saying things. And it, it kind of ruins the mood for me at times.
3: I find that very funny. I think of you guys never in these situations. Yeah. Well, like not I, one time ever. I have no yeah.
7: choice. This is, you know.
3: You have no choice. Oh, okay. But maybe somebody would say, like Andrew said, maturing would be ignoring us. Leaving okay. us at work. Leaving us at work. I'll get
4: right on it. No problem.
3: Just
1: Hold fix up. yourself. switch.
4: Done. Well, I mean... I would use some therapy terms, but it seems like that's triggering. He rejects therapy, therapy but which terms
3: were you going to use?
4: I was going to say maybe...
7: I don't (laughs) reject therapy. I reject stupid words that they come up with. So everyone can be like, yeah, we're in this together. I reject vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, we could all do therapy speak. Yeah.
3: Andrew, what were you going to say?
7: Go ahead. My, My therapist never uses dumb therapy speak, ever. He doesn't say these stupid words that are made he up. He just ride
4: around the skate park all day. That's right. Just talk about 90s terms. That's, yeah. cool. that's right. Before this therapy bullshit came in. Mm. Go on. M80s. Um, all I'm thinking is you, <laughs> <M-80s>. should, <laughs> you just need to block some things out. like
7: mm-hmm.
3: you're, what,
7: e- You know what? Everything that you guys are saying is easier said than done.
3: Okay, how can Maybe we help you? Maybe that's something I need
7: to learn to do. I don't know. I don't know. I get into these situations and I get incredibly nervous. Okay. Obviously.
3: Do you want to talk about specifically what happens to you? Or is that not something you would like to divulge? I get
7: nervous stomach in nervous situations. you
3: got to save this for his
4: episode.
7: What?
3: Oh, oh, this is his episode now. It's been going on long enough that this is your episode, Scotty.
7: When when I'm in uh, situations, I get nervous stomach. Like I'm not right now because I'm very comfortable with you guys. See, I'm fine. Right. You know, but there are times where I'm like, ha, 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 you know, and then I just feel like I got to poop mm-hmm. and whether I do or I don't the feelings there And it's ruined everything for me You know,
3: Andrew is trying so hard not to laugh at you You can laugh all strike. day. I
7: don't care. You know what? It's a normal thing. Just, I can't be the only one that gets nervous in situations. and feels like I have to take a dump
3: I know. <laughs> Stop. Don't make me laugh! I told you I'm congested. But you're gonna also, make me cough. No way you're saying
4: it. When I get nervous stomach, I have I have to shit. Why do I have an accent
7: all of a sudden? Because
4: I just have never heard someone say when I get nervous stomach like that.
7: I, you know, nervous stomach is a thing. I'm going to see a gastroenterologist next week. Maybe he can help me.
3: I, I hope that what's his name?
7: His name is Doctor Gandhi.
3: Doctor Gandhi is Shut going up. to help him. Yeah. He can't escape me no matter how hard no, he tries. No, I can't. No, you related? Probably not. I don't know him.
7: I'm sure somewhere along the line, no, a Gandhi's a Gandhi. No. No.
3: Do you know how many Gandhis there are?
7: Yeah, but they all are connected somehow. No, they're
3: not. It's like Kennedys. Okay. What? Not every Kennedy is a Kennedy.
7: All right. I don't know how these things work. These trees. What? Hmm.
4: Here oh, family trees.
3: Okay. What? I thought he was talking about weed. I'm gonna ask him. No, I didn't even. I'm gonna know. ask him yeah. if he knows you. And he's gonna say no. I don't. I'm
7: gonna say, guess who I work with? Your long lost cousin.
3: That's a really solid way to start off somebody who's probing your insides to figure out what's going on. Wait wrong with
7: a minute, you. he's gonna probe?
3: I don't know, I feel like a gastroenterologist. No, is that's a proctologist. Maybe you wanna look around and see what's happening in your I passed gastro out, system. I passed
7: out from the proctologist. I don't wanna do that again. You no,
3: but like a scope. Yeah. Oh
7: yeah, like no, I can't, I don't wanna do tummy? all that. I'm gonna send you pictures of me with the thing and I'm passed out, I can't.
4: How are you gonna take a picture if you're passed out? I'll have you would be the person to be like, hey doc, would you mind? <laughs> I just need a picture to share with my friends. Hope you feel bad now.
3: <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Send me your thoughts and prayers. You
7: guys love messing with me, and I I, I take it. I don't care. I, I like. I don't mind how. I don't mind being messed with.
3: You know what I say all the time: light bullying, one of my love languages. Good. I enjoy it. If I play with you, it's because I love you. If I don't do anything, then you know, then that's because well, I don't. I love you too. I don't I, really have it in me to, fuck know, around with you.
7: I can take it mostly for the most part.
4: I can take it, but
7: I just don't like being ganged up on.
3: No one gangs up on you Yeah
7: when two or three of you Come at me I'm like I'm not
3: Who are the two or three of us That come at you Well
7: I mean like You you, Like you and Andrew And Diamond all at once I I don't like that Because then I Then I feel like I'm being bullied
3: Wait a minute Okay, we will be sitting there having a conversation. You'll walk into the room, say something with some racially charged statement attached to it,
2: I never and then say try any to flint out
3: of the room like you did nothing, and wonder why the two brown girls are screaming at you.
7: It's all in good fun.
3: It is, But I'm love. just saying, you start, talk about gaslighting again. Yeah. You what? start the shit, you drop the bomb, and then you try to run out of the room and get mad when everyone's like, go fuck yourself.
7: Well, I mean, it's not really situations like that, when
4: everyone does it's it like, not. You're, what? What you're seeing is not real.
3: <laughs> Okay, Scotty, what I actually wanted to do with this, what? and you can help me out. I, like I said, I want I want to highlight the people on the show who don't have their own segment because I want the audience to get to know you, which mm-hmm. I feel like so far, they've really gotten some insight into what a weirdo you are. I like right. that. Mm-hmm. But if you could share with the listeners who don't know you something about yourself, what do you want them to know?
7: Um. Well, you know, I, I want to like get away from like the coupon things and like the shipping stuff and
3: do you want to explain that
7: so i was always like the savings guy yeah you know because i was on that show extreme Couponing, and i like to save money when i shop and whatnot and that's great and all but you know what as some people have told me uh you know some of andrew's friends that are single uh and looking they're like you know what you really should take that off your profile because girls don't want to see that and the more that i've experienced life as a single person Mm -hmm. um i see that and so i kind of want to distance myself from that because uh, I don't. I don't think that girls think that that's attractive. Okay. I really don't. So I want to put that.
3: But that's you, right?
7: I, I understand it's me, and I'll continue to do it because you know what? Why should you have my money? I'm gonna save it. That's right. So that's that's how that is. But I don't think I should ever lead with that. Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, hey, I'm Scott. I save money. I was on extreme couponing. No, that that don't. Yeah, that
3: probably shouldn't be your your step yeah. Up sentence.
7: Yeah, I could never lead with that. I'm a dad. Okay. I'm a good dad, I think. Yeah, I think you I are. I love my kids more than anything in the world. Yes, you do. Uh, they come first. Like, hot girl yeah. wants to go on a date Saturday night? Sorry, I got my kids. I would never, like... I, you know, I even said to my younger one, I said, listen, because, you know, I haven't really talked about dating with them. Uh, my older one a little bit, but my younger one is kind of like, you know, she thought something was going on and she was like, ew. You know, <laughs> and, I said, and, and she seemed like she was upset. So I said to her, I said, listen, I promise you, I will never, ever, ever... Like, not hang out with you because I want to go out with a girl. Never. I said, you guys are number one and first always. And you know what? If I don't ever date anybody again because you guys are in my life, then so be it. Okay. So that's, that, that's I, I, I'm a dad, and I'm a good dad, I think. Okay. Um, Those are
3: good things. And yeah. you are, and you are. You're a great dad.
7: I, um, I'm a very emotional person.
3: God, yes, you are.
7: I will cry from World News Tonight at that last story every night, David Muir. Every night. It's like America's Strong, and it's some Some touching thing and I will stand at the TV holding my mixing bowl of whatever I'm doing and I'll just I'll cry And my daughter's like are you seriously crying again? I'm like, yeah I am because I and I cry at movies every movie doesn't matter what and I don't care. I'm not ashamed of it
3: All right, you know, so
7: I'm an an emotional dude. That's for sure.
3: Scotty's emotional. He's a great dad.
7: Yeah, what else? Um, I I mean, I'm a lot of things. I I don't know. I don't have I I can't I can't think
3: it's really hard to do that Right. It really
7: is to think about yourself.
3: I would say Andrew Describe yourself to me right now. Very busy.
7: That's how he is. Oh, dear God. Well, look at him.
4: Um, I would say hardworking,
3: kind. Yes,
7: I agree with that.
4: I think happy for the most part. Okay. I give those as my three.
3: So like at your funeral, (laughs) if somebody were describing you, you'd want them to be like, Andrew Pugliese. Yeah. Pugliese. Did I say that right? Either one. Okay. (laughs) He was kind, he was hardworking, and he was happy. Yeah. And that's it. Honestly, I'd be fine
4: with that because I feel like that sums me up. And I know it could be boring, but... To some, but I think I've tried to lead a life where if I make somebody happy just by being happy or if I do a good deed that goes to like goes the extra mile to help other people by putting in some hard work, too. Like, yeah, I think those are really good things.
3: They're really good things. Yeah.
7: You know one thing I don't like about myself? What? I say, uh, a lot. I noticed that when I listen back to myself. Did you? I'm like, uh, even when Andrew and I d- do our podcast, Serial Killers and Bull Chat,
3: yeah.
7: <laughs> uh, I say, uh, a lot.
3: Do you? That's I, don't your, to, I
7: don't know how to, That's my crutch. crutch. I don't know how to stop. Is it a? Cr- it's crutch, not crotch, right?
3: It's definitely not crotch. It's crutch. I should not have told you that. It is definitely crotch. Yes. For sure. Go forward. The crotch. That is your crotch. That's my crotch. You say a lot, Andrew. What do you say?
4: I say again all the time. Like if I'm making my point, I reinforce it with and again, again. Yeah. This should be like this. Again, I said.
7: You know what else I don't like crotch. that you say? Oh what? what? Go
4: <laughs> this on. This is Gandhi's podcast. Here we go. Not our
3: pod- no, I'm no go ahead, guys. I like it. No, go it's ahead. Fun.
7: I just like, if I'm like, hey, buddy, do, do you want a coffee? Eh, I'm good for now. Like, what do you mean for now? Just say, no, thanks. Like, I don't
4: want a coffee right now, but maybe in an hour I do.
7: Yeah, I don't think you use it that way.
4: Yeah, no, I'm in your head. I know exactly what you're thinking. Oh, Next question.
3: So this is actually the part where we would normally do an Ask Me Anything. Okay. Andrew has a bunch of Ask Me Anything questions. But if you have one, since you're here and this is kind of half your episode, mm. you could do an Ask Me Anything if you have one.
7: I, there, I mean, I'm sure that you've said this before. Okay. So I'm sorry if I wasn't paying attention. But I am curious that if you were not doing this, yeah. like when you were a little girl, what did you, what did you want to do with your life? Like, what were you, b- before like the radio bug bit you, mm-hmm. like before I, before I cared about radio, like I wanted to be a fireman and a garbage man. Oh. That's what I wanted. I used to follow the garbage trucks on, <laughs> when, <course> <laughs> when, when, when there was no school mm-hmm. and I would hear the garbage truck, I would get out of my bike and I would go ride behind it and follow them up the block. Were they
3: like, what is this little weirdo doing? Probably.
7: I like to watch them throw trash in the truck and then sometimes they would take things and put it in the little basket underneath the truck if it was a cool trash, you know.
3: So like they keep those things? Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. And
7: and then I also wanted to, I know it was for you, but I always wanted to be a firefighter. And so I would, when I would hear the fire alarm go off in the neighborhood, I would quick go jump on my bike and I would race to the firehouse because I wanted to watch them, I wanted to watch them leave. Back in the day when you had like a mongoose bicycle, there were these things that would go on the handlebars and I would put red one on one side and blue one on the other side like it was like flashing lights on a car and I would like do a siren with my mouth and I would go to the fire department.
3: And how old were you? Like 27, 28?
7: No, I was probably like 10, 11, 12,
3: somewhere oh, okay, in there. okay.
4: Yeah. So back cool. to you for your <laughs> podcast. After we just had to hear this one talk
3: about it for five minutes. I mean, nobody
7: asked me, so I figured I would just put it out there.
3: I enjoy. It. We're getting to know you. That's okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm excited about this. And
7: then my mom wouldn't sign the paperwork. I couldn't be a junior firefighter because my ba- my grades were bad.
3: Anyway, <laughs> what was your question? I even forgot. I was like, what did it. you oh. want
7: to do before you did radio?
3: Oh, okay. So in fourth grade, I actually did a project for career day yeah. on being a DJ on the radio. Really? Station. Wow. Yeah. Um, but. I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. That was like hands down, if I could do anything, I wanna play with an animal all day, dolphins in particular. I thought it was gonna be great. And then I would go to the aquariums all the time and find out what went into being a dolphin trainer and it seemed terrible and boring to actually get to mm. the place where you wanted to play with the dolphins and do all of that, so. So you've
7: always been animals of all Hell kinds. Hell yeah, okay.
3: oh my god. I, when I was little, there was a place in Columbus called Cosi. Yeah. it was a little, little like kids museum you could go and they had this area of baby chicks. I used to put those baby chicks in whatever pocket or my sleeve, whatever I could to get them out of there and take them home. I was like known at COSI. They're like, there she is again. And my mom would always stop me. She's like, put your hands in your pockets.
7: Let me see the chickens. There are
3: always little baby chicks in my pockets. They were so cute and fluffy.
7: Did you kill them?
3: No. Well, How
7: could they go in your pocket? It
3: had like a puffy coat. It goes in your pocket. I didn't put it in my jeans pocket. They were little. My hand wrapped around them, stuck them right in there. Did you
7: ever see the movie Cocoon? No. Oh, I watched it over the weekend on DVD. Don't know why, but I did. You have a DVD player? Yeah, I still have a VHS DVD combo, combo in my room, just in case. Okay. You know? And so I was watching the movie just, Cocoon, and when they were like, when they were down, like getting the cocoons up from under the water, just dolphins everywhere. Like I don't Like I don't, I didn't understand why there were so many dolphins in this movie. it Didn't make any sense.
3: I wish I could help you out with that.
7: You should watch it. Wilford Brimley's in it.
4: I am not a fan of dolphins. I'm just being <gasps> honest. I've never liked dolphins. I felt they're too smart. And they rape. What? Yeah, they do. Right? I, actually.
3: You guys, these are isolated incidents.
7: You hear know, about them know, a lot. I, you hear about the dolphin rapes a lot. know
3: you you hear about them a lot because idiots like you two are like dolphins rape. Pass it on. I just,
4: just don't trust them. I think they're way t- like I saw the Simpsons episode years ago and it's always stuck with That was me. a cartoon. You're right. The Simpsons is a cartoon. Yeah. Yay. Shit. Um there anyway, Um, so I just think that they're way too smart. The echolocation terrifies me. Their hunting patterns scare me. And the hole. Just everything about them. It's it's terrifying. I think they're too smart.
3: Have you ever done a swim with a dolphin?
4: I have. And it was a traumatic experience. Oh my God. You're such
3: a baby. I I did. It
7: was fun. I liked
3: it. I I think they're amazing.
4: I think they sensed my fear. So then they were like just playing with me, where like I they push you up over the water. Yeah. my dolphin kept missing my feet, and their <laughs> stupid nose thing hurts. So it was just like knocking my feet around. And then when they're supposed to raise you up, they didn't raise me up all the way. So I was just kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> I, love way way like of
7: nope. I love the way no, they feel. It sounds like a thing. I love the way they feel.
4: Dolphins thing. Dolphins are dope. F- they
7: feel really cool. I mean, while I was holding onto the fin, I just couldn't stop looking at the butthole on top of its head. That's like,
4: okay. I will I say. Hate you so I, much. I, I, what? I, the
3: blowhole. It
7: yeah, it <laughs> looks like a but, it looks like a butthole. Okay. It's okay. like a sphincter. It opens and closes. And
3: I guarantee you, he thought about sticking something in it. No, I didn't. What it would be, like, it would be sure. like if he did this to the dolphin?
7: Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I did not.
4: Mm-hmm. I will say, I do think the dolphin killing is like totally not okay. That's super
3: traumatic. Not. What oh dolphin killing? What Have you ever about? seen The Cove?
4: Yeah. Oh my god. It's so depressing. <sighs> like, I'm not a dolphin fan, but that's really depressing.
3: And they say things have changed now. This documentary came out probably 10 years ago yeah. about this ritual in Japan where they basically herd all of these dolphins into this one cove and they brutally slaughter them. Why? For what? But like massive it's amounts of them. But to
7: do what with them? What do you do with dolphins? There eat, are you lots eat of different,
3: different theories about what happened. Some people were saying it was sort of the final like fuck you to the West from Japan because we outlawed whaling. Like International Ocean Oceanic Society said you can't whale anymore. You know a lot of things. But since, well, no. Certain things. But because a dolphin was categorized as a porpoise, we didn't say you couldn't kill these things. So that's what some people say. Other people say that there are these like properties within a fin or whatever else that are so good for you if you can have a little bit of it. It's all terrible. Yeah.
6: Okay. But I'm that free.
3: documentary actually made me bold. Isn't it like I mean, dolphin
7: dolphin fin soup? Have I seen that? There's shark some fin? Is it shark? Oh, it's shark. Okay. Oh,
3: there's another horrible documentary on that, which is really sad. But dolphins are amazing. I think they're awesome. This is going to sound like a depressing story, but it's not because it was finally like the moment where I felt like things would be okay. I told you guys I was dating somebody and he died. Mm -hmm. Well, I was living in Miami at the time and he died in this one specific area of Bay Harbor. And there are houses and it's a bay and you can sit on this little wall if you want to and dangle your feet over the side. And I was coming home with a bunch of my friends from being out and they were getting shit face. I didn't want to because I just wasn't in the mood for it. It was maybe eight or nine months later. And as we were coming home, I decided they're all passed out. I'm going to pull over at this bay and just go talk to the sky because I feel like it. And I wanted to be like close for a second. So I did. And I was sitting on the edge and I said, you know what? I know you're never going to be able to talk to me. But if you can hear me, just give me a sign like anything. And what happened? Not one, two dolphins popped out of the water at my feet. And I was able to touch them and bend down. It scared me at first because you see fins and you're like, oh, shit, it's a shark. It's a shark. I bent down and I touched them and I was like, oh my God, now you would think this is a crazy story and I'm making it up. One of my friends from the car, Jamie, she got out and came to get me and she was like, what are you doing? Oh my God, why are you sitting on this bay at three in the morning? This is crazy. She looked down and she saw the dolphins and said, holy shit, no way. She bent down to touch them. Every time she tried to touch them, they ducked away from her. Every time I tried to touch them, they came to me and I was like, that's my sign. He can hear me. I feel a lot better now. That's good.
7: Don't you think it'd be cool Damn. if dolphins had legs and breathed air and were domesticated and you could have one in your house?
3: So they allegedly Or is that a dog? According, No, I think dogs are more like seals. They say dolphins were the original humans that mm. they came out of the water checked out how it was they used to be able to walk were like, fuck this went back into the water. Mm. Who Look says this? Look it up. Who says this? Scientists. Okay. Not your therapist. You can believe in this, Scotty. They weren't
7: like real scientists back then. No,
4: I, we can't do this for another. Like this is gonna
3: be way too long. We're gonna wrap an it up. We're gonna wrap it up. Thanks do your so much research. Much look everybody. up. Look up dolphins walking on land. Okay.
7: Just because it's there doesn't mean it's real.
4: Okay, we can't do this. This guy this will be something else. Um, thank you so much for. Sorry, listening. Sorry, producer. <laughs> Didn't mean to get in your way. No, trust me. You've taken enough of it. <laughs> Of the time of Gandhi's I could body. do yeah. this
3: all day, guys. I would do a podcast with the two of you, just oh, us shoot. three, if I could.
4: We what? really have to wrap this up. This is Why? over an hour long. We are
3: episode. way over. Thank way you, Scotty. For it's all probably not your even ex-
4: recording anymore.
3: Okay. Oh my god! I anyway, hate go yes. Gandhi Thanks for listening to episode two, slightly unhinged. It wasn't me today. It was definitely Scott. Yeah. Um. Like, follow, subscribe. Please leave a review. Unless you hate it, then I don't care. Don't leave the review. Just leave
7: it for me. I'm like on one of my things. Don't mess with you
3: no don't leave no yeah. we don't need anyone getting bad reviews but if you have a good review leave it um, Scotty where can they find you on Instagram oh
7: find me at ZscottyB that is Z-S-C-O-T-T-Y-B on Instagram
3: yeah. at Andrew.
7: at AndrewPug
3: and I am at BabyHotSauce and we love you and thanks for listening we'll be back bye episode 3 that's next it right week. next week next week
7: thank you for having me this was fun
3: you're a good time Scott yeah sometimes bye everybody bye <laughs>